After escaping from a mental hospital, Michael Myers goes back to his hometown to reenact the night he murdered his sister as a child. Man, fuck Johnny Cochran over here, man. We got the <laughs> hell of a lawyer Nick is turning into. <laughs> he is just defending his man. No, no question. It's it's something that I thought may have changed after having a kid, but really, children are like the creepiest thing to me. Like, especially in these Facts. movies. When he's on camera, he's not gonna jump. When he's off camera, he's sprinting. So you, all just, out you gotta make sure you maintain line of sight and just like stay in front of him. That's right. <laughs> today, we are gonna be talking about Halloween. Happy Halloween, gentlemen. How, how are we doing today? Uh, it, I can smell the, the fall in the air, the leaves. Or everyone's got their pumpkin spice and... Just carving mm -hmm. up pumpkins and... Uh, Smashing them. Pumpkin pie. Wait, pumpkin pie is a Thanksgiving thing, yes. not a Halloween thing. No. Pumpkins. Well, pumpkins. But once it's yeah, pie. You said, yeah. You have your pumpkins for Halloween, and then immediately after Halloween, you turn them into pies. And then you're like. Yeah, you, you carve them out. That's what you use the, same the trash for. The yeah. same like rotting pumpkins that have been out there for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Reduce, reuse, recycle, Riley. Come on. Okay. Um, yeah, it's like. Uh, with like uh, banana pancakes, you want to use very ripe bananas. Uh, same with pumpkin pie. You want spoiled. Uh, if they were smashed in the street by teenagers, the better. Mm -hmm. You want those. You got to go s scoop out the entrails of the pumpkin. Somewhere between uh, street youths smashing your pumpkin and uh, like infested with flies. Right mm -hmm. in there is your butter. Now, is, is this what the band Smashing Pumpkins was talking about this whole time? Yes. Or? Yes. yes, that's all they sang about. Okay. Huh. Was yeah, wow. cooking off the the fly larva in the oven when you're cooking your up your pumpkin pie. That's, if you if you pay attention about. to the actual lyrics, it's always just a metaphor for think, cooking Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and if I knew anything about smashing pumpkins lyrically, I would make some type of reference to that right now. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. All, all you need to know is that they're a Thanksgiving band. That's right, yes. big Thanksgiving band. Just yeah. like we are a huge Rob Schneider podcast, both are factual. That that is the one thing. If you're going to learn anything from this podcast today, Smashing Pumpkins is specifically an American Thanksgiving mm. band. That's their theme. Right. That's what they go with. They actually go back dating to the very first Thanksgiving. Yeah, they're immortal. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's talk about. The movie and not the day. You don't want day. to keep that bit up for an hour? Okay, um, I'm all right. <laughs> we can come back to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Riley, when was the first oh. time you've seen this movie? Oh, it's I, I watched it a few times when I was young, and I hadn't come back to it since I was maybe 13 or 14, I feel like. Uh, so a little bit of a different experience this time around with it, and I, I picked up on some, some little things uh, that I wouldn't have when I was younger. Uh, uh, one of the things is, and I think this is what I, I like most about the movie, it's that it, uh, like from the get-go, there's these long drawn out shots that at first I'm thinking is like unintentional. Maybe it's just bad, uh, just kind of a bad movie, you know? But the more it, it happens, like eventually you'll see Michael Myers in the background after a long shot. Yeah. And then you just see, and it's like the music pops up and you know, it's like, there he is. So then, you have each scene is this long shot, so you're constantly kind of looking for him in the background because he might pop up at any time. It just adds another layer of suspense to the whole movie. 
Uh, and you know, the beginning is, it's a little bit of a slow build, but I think having that over the top of it, uh, changes everything. I think, you know, I think it's, uh, it, it's like a where's Waldo but from hell. <laughs> uh, how about you, Rem? Uh, I want to say I saw it for the first time when I was like 17 or 18. So it's been, you know, a while, about a decade. You're, you're, you're 47, right? I'm 30, yeah, 30, 39 and a half, 40. I'm immortal, uh, like Mike, Mike Myers and Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, we're all friends. We go way back. Um, but yeah, so it's been a while since I've seen the film, uh, and I, I really liked it. I think this is like a perfect, I mean, perfect Halloween movie. The name of the movie is Halloween, but yeah. it's, it's short. You know, it's an hour and a half, which is like a perfect, you know, time to sit down and, uh, you know, watch, watch a movie and still have other activities during, you know, that night. Uh, it's not going to take up a ton of your time. It's quick. It's effective. And uh, it's got some suspense in it. And that's, you know, it's hard to, to scare me uh, in a scary movie with like just jump scares and stuff like that. That stuff doesn't really phase me, but suspense does. And, uh, you know, building up something uh, is a lot more effective to me. And that's why this movie, it hits home pretty well. It's, I really enjoyed watching it back. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I kind of hate the fact that most modern horrors like really rely on the jump scare jump scare a lot. Sucks. I feel like I feel like mm-hmm. it's kind of a crutch. Um, I yeah. feel like if you're doing if you're doing a scary movie right, it should be like I should feel uneasy pretty much the entire time through the movie. And it's like even when the kids are just being the kids, like all of a sudden Mike Myers is like following them in a car, like in the background yeah. and they don't notice him. Like yeah. the suspense isn't for their benefit. Like we don't need them to feel suspense in order for us to feel it. Cause we know what's around the corner. We know what's following them. And the I, fact that they don't know actually, I feel like adds to the suspense of it. I forgot about how much he's just out in broad daylight. Just like Kicking walking it. around. <laughs> yeah. Kicking like, it. Nobody's going to question him. Like, at a at a school, following a kid and <laughs> walking around, driving around neighborhoods. Like. It grabs onto one of the kids when they like come in like face to face with him when they're talking about the boogeyman, and he just like grabs them and then like walks away. It's like, oh no, that's cool. And that the, guy does that. The, yeah. the like right after that part where he grabs the kid and he's just like following the kid in his car. How like non perceptive was this kid who's just like yeah. this car is slowly following right behind him and he doesn't even notice it at all. I feel like I was hyper aware of that kind of stuff as a kid. Maybe it was because movies like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, grew, we grew up after these movies have come, already came out. Uh, they weren't aware of these things yet. Yeah, it, I was rooting for him to die too, that kid. I, I feel like this is also like, because a lot of these kinds of movies, um, you know, I talk about the classic horror genre and you're talking about like you know friday the 13th or like texas chainsaw or something like that like those tend to like slide into the more just like gory like horror slasher types and it's like you don't really have that in this one like it's 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 much more subtle with like the way the violence is kind of shown like you still get those moments where you're seeing people like dying and being attacked and it's like some of it's like pretty horrific like as a kid when he kills his big sister or like when he's like slowly choking the girl to death (laughs) in the car (laughs) and she's like fighting and gasping for air the whole time like it lingers on those things 
long enough, but it's never like like absurdly gory. And that's another thing that I feel like you know the, a lot of these movies end up kind of veering into and I appreciate that it's not that that it's more about the like suspense and building that feeling of unease all the way through the movie. Yeah, not a slasher. Yeah. Like, well, I guess the beginning of it is a slasher. Um, <laughs> which a slasher. The, the movie like starts off in his frame. You know, you're mm. you're seeing everything through his uh, his sights, and it's kind of an interesting way to kick off a movie because you don't know exactly what this who this person is yet, and then uh, you know it's revealed as just this sweet looking little kid. Um, did, did he not have any signs or issues before he snapped and killed his sister? Because uh, it seemed like there was nothing before that. It was just like, oh, wait, no, he's a crazy murderer now. He yeah. just woke up that day. It was like, this is it. This is never going back. Um, I, I <laughs> Normally you a... kill a cat or you burn something. <laughs> like there's signs before you kill the sister, you know. Um, I have a take on that. Um, so I, sex. I think that... Uh... So if you if you lean a little bit more into the supernatural elements of this movie, which I feel like that's his uh, like therapist, I want to call him the doctor, yeah, whatever he so was, the doctor in charge worker. of him. <laughs> um, he refers to him as uh, just being like void of all humanity, pure evil is the way he describes him. He calls him the boogeyman. He definitely seems like he fears him on some sort of supernatural level is what it feels like. Um, and then like adding that to the fact that he's like, you know, shot and stabbed a bunch of times and still gets up and go, like leaves and presumably to never be seen again. Like we end up seeing him again in later movies, but I kind of like this move, like to make this movie stand alone instead of talking about the, hundreds of <laughs> yeah, remakes no, and sequels that they've right. done for all yeah. of them. Uh, yeah, no, this, is, this is the one. But if you think about it more as like that kind of supernatural uh, like framing around it, then we, just like Michael Myers, are a passive observer to some sort of external force that's causing him to go and kill his sister. So just like we're passive observers in watching what's happening, he, as a, a young boy, is being forced to watch the brutal murder of his sister by his own hand mm. without being able to control mm. it. Man, fuck Johnny Cochran over here, man. We got the <laughs> hell of a lawyer Nick is turning into. <laughs> he is just defending his man. No, no questions asked. I, I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> Mike Myers got you on the payroll. It's like, he, he couldn't help it. It was this was demonic force that's making him yeah. stab his sister. <laughs> but like, if, you, from that perspective, like how much more horrific is it for Michael to like the fact that he's just like a regular kid, but now he's being subjected to this like horrible, gruesome violence and then being institutionalized for years after the fact without being able to have any control or agency anymore. Yeah, that's trash. Should have had better legal representation. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that is that, that opening shot where it's just, you know, first person and Michael. That's that's a really cool shot. Because that's like three, four minutes or something. That's that's a really long shot. That's, that's pretty impressive. And then like when he puts on the mask. and You're uh, still the, seeing through the mask. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that whole part's really cool. 
I would like to see like a version of this that is uh, showing it from his perspective. Maybe not always first person, but I think it would, it, it might be more of a comedy because it's like if he's standing behind the bushes and then he pokes out and then like like oh no like when, like he's he's over there and then they turn away and look back and he's gone he's like, like away. yeah you just show him <laughs> running like and he's like like making sure that they can't see him. And, it's, it's pretty ridiculous the stuff that he does like him just like going like, through a drive-thru like like getting a, a burger and some fries and a soda and he's just driving around for five minutes doing that I'm in. Yeah, exactly. like uh, would you like a normal number one <sighs> pulling up the mask. Like, okay he's number one <laughs> It's half. I watched the movie with subtitles on, and like half the time the movie's going, it just says heavy breathing on the bottom yeah. because that's <laughs> pretty much just what's going on. Yeah, it, like the, the sound design, I feel like having that like mask breathing, like as part of it, and like that's how the movie ends. Yeah. Like it Chill. goes through like showing all the different scenes where all this stuff happened, and it's just like his mask breathing happening over the top of all these images, and it's like he could be anywhere. Like that's the yeah. theme of this movie. He's still there. And like yeah. you were saying before, Riley, with these like long shots where he just like pops up in the background, he could be anywhere. And that's where the like terrifying nature of this movie comes from, is that you don't know where he is. He feels like an unstoppable force and he could always be around the next corner. Yeah. Because he is the boogeyman. They could have easily called this movie the boogeyman. Yeah. And it would have been, you know, would have been fine. But uh, they took Halloween and I'm glad they did because, you know, a shitty, a shittier movie could have easily taken that name and <laughs> ruined yeah. it. You know, so yeah, John Wick's the boogeyman. Oh right, right. yeah, they, they knew that. that. <laughs> They're like, no, we need to hold this off for that project that's coming in forty years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Keanu Reeves was just born. He's going to be yeah, yeah. Uh, the greatest action star. Like, there's this, yeah, there's this kid, man. He's 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 got next. He's going to kill it. <laughs> I see great things in his future. He's got to look for his car first. Um, and then, like, beyond the sound design, how about the score for this movie? The score. Like, it's got to be up there with some of the most iconic scores, like, ever. It, it has to. I think it's it's probably the best in a horror movie. Uh, but, yeah, just in general, it's, it's got to be up there. Yeah. How many how many times has it been like parodied or like you hear you know, a very similar you know constant noise in the background of a movie? You know, they they really hit it on the nail on the head with that one. Uh, it's it's creepy as hell, and it's been stuck in my head ever since I watched it last night. Yeah, and it's like it's honestly something that like I like I kind of put out of my head. There's a few elements of this movie that I just kind of like took for granted because I like had been seeing this movie since I was so young. And then, like, it's been years since I came back to it. And so, like, there's so much of this movie that I just took for granted and didn't, like, pay close attention to. But then coming back to it, like, as soon as I heard that score, like, I'm right back to the first time I watched this movie. Like, it, it's, like, just that creepy feeling about it. Yeah. And like, yeah, really said... uh, the, I was going to say, the, the other thing that I, like, kind of took for granted was uh, what you were saying before, Rem, where it's, like having that first person perspective and not seeing who the killer is right away. And it's like, this could be anyone. And like, they even kind of cheated a little bit because like when he's walking through the house, he's like not the height of a small child. He's like the height of yeah. your average adult, like walking through the house. But yeah. then like when it's revealed that it's a kid, you're like, Oh my God, like this was a child that did all of this. 
Well, like you, you were saying, like it could be anybody. He could be anywhere. You know, like that. The murder on the the very first scene wasn't somebody from the outside. You know, it was somebody from your own home. Yeah, uh, right. the, the daughter didn't know that was coming, or the sister didn't know that was coming. You know, it was somebody that she was close to, uh, a family member. Uh, so anybody can be a homicidal maniac. That's what I'm getting at. Even Riley. And he's got the all white face shining thing going on right now. So I think it's kind of up his alley. Um, uh, also the, uh, uh, with the characters, uh, you know, not being aware of the surroundings uh, in that scene, uh, when the guy comes back down the stairs, he turns this way towards the camera towards young Michael Myers and looks back up the stairs and then goes back to the door. It's like, how do you not notice like somebody standing there with a knife breathing yeah. heavily? This, <laughs> oh, this he's breathing a child heavily. holding a ridiculously large knife Huge. in this like fluorescent like clown outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no way that kid's killing me. I know. Uh-uh. Yeah. I'm slapping that thing so hard out of his hand. Not happening. <laughs> Pinning him against the wall. It's like, okay, I'm you're old. going in the closet. Uh, <laughs> Unless he's possessed by some demon. There were, it was some weak stabs. You're just not getting me like that. It I was, promise yeah. you. It's no, not happening. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought too. Like, just push him over. Let him in. And the sister <laughs> clocked him for a little bit. Like, she like looked at him. She was able to see that like he had a knife in his hand. Like, bad intentions were coming her way, and she just yeah. let it happen. That's on her. To be fair, though, uh, if you were in that situation, you wouldn't turn around and immediately think, "I have to cover up my boobies." And then that's true. <laughs> when, that's true. when you came no, in the that's... room, you'd be like, "Oh snap! There's a child." I'm on mm-hmm. defensive mode. <laughs> I'm going to beat him up. <laughs> you ever see a child with a knife? Full rain. You you just get to uppercut that little sucker into like Mortal Kombat, just flying through the ceiling. Um, it's, it's something that I thought may have changed after having a kid, but really children are like the creepiest thing to me. Like, <laughs> especially in these Facts. movies. Like uh, any kind of horror movie, if you put a kid in there, I'm just like, nope. I don't, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. Little creepy kids are like the worst. Freaking the, the twins from The Shining. Like, yeah, yeah. You'll freaking... float too. You'll float too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, nope. I'm going to drown you is what's going to happen. But like a little, I mean, I guess it's kind of ironic that the kid later that Jamie Lee Curtis is babysitting saw the boogeyman at the other house. So in that situation, you would trust the children. Poor Tommy. Uh, yeah, he... He, he gets short end of the stick, pretty pretty consistent. Both the kids do. <laughs> Lindsay and Tommy are are not in the best situations because, well, we'll get to that. But I feel like I would trust him because I had already been followed around by this guy in a jumpsuit and a mask right. all day long. Yeah, <laughs> it was like yeah, I forget about that pretty quickly. To be like, what did he look like? And he's like, he was wearing a a, a jumpsuit and a mask, and I'll be like, okay. We should probably call the police right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, uh, the the girl, uh, she, she's a real one. She believes Tommy. You know, she has his back. Uh, uh, Lori did not believe him. Uh, Lindsay instantly did, and I think Lindsay probably did because 
Annie, uh, the person that was taking care of her, uh, the, the woman that dies uh, in the car, she sucks. She's <laughs> yeah. like the worst character in this movie. I hated yeah. her from the jump. I was rooting for her to die from the jump. Um, she, it's like uh, Lindsay is the one taking care of Annie in that situation, almost. Uh, Lindsay's, or Annie's always crying and yelling at Lindsay to do things. Either it's you get the phone or do this, do that. Uh, she uh, is switching clothes. She's yelling at her about that. She's constantly yelling at Annie. I felt bad for her. And uh, you're I was locked in the laundry when... room. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're in charge of watching a child. How are you getting locked in the room in the back of the property? <laughs> and who's she was like holding? She was at the kitchen. And she was holding like it looked like a little mug or maybe like a saucepan and there's water in it and like a wee bit amount of liquid spills out of it and she goes oh my clothes and she immediately gets completely naked i mean who <laughs> in <laughs> a, a strange move is all i'm saying <laughs> yeah this is yeah, a little house. strange strange move that's one of the biggest like horror movie rules uh don't get naked you, no <laughs> bad things are gonna happen yeah, don't don't get naked and don't yeah walk into a strange part of uh, an outside like backyard where it's super dark and you can get locked in somewhere. She broke all the rules, you know, yeah. consistently across the board. No cares in the world. Um, so the, there's like there are a couple. We've been singing this movie's praises a little bit, but I wanted to point out a couple of uh, mm. like, uh, well, uh, a goof. Yeah, yeah, a goof. A goof. goof? That's a technical a term. A goof. Um, so when when Mike Myers is, Michael Myers is escaping from the mental hospital, and oh, yeah. he Which, scary. <laughs> Any so I got anytime you see a movie where it's like a, a mental ward and there is just patients wandering around, <laughs> scary as hell, absolutely terrifying. <laughs> and that nurse is like, "Since when do they let them out?" And it's like, clearly, this isn't supposed to be the case. Yeah. What do you mean? Why do they let them out? <laughs> it's like, just, just hurry up, get to the, get to the game. No, let's turn around. Um, but he, so he jumps up on the car, and her first instinct is to roll down the window and see what's going on on the roof of the car while she's surrounded by mental patients. And of to to be expected, she gets immediately attacked. <laughs> yeah, and he's like trying yeah. to grab at her head, and she eventually gets away when she's. At the passenger side window, and he like reaches down with his hand and smacks the glass to break it. There's like a wrench in his hand, if you look closely, and it's not like he's holding a wrench and using it to break the glass. It's like attached to his hand and wrist, and like that's what he's using to break the glass. Like they just wanted a better effect, and they didn't have any other way yeah. of breaking the glass, and so they so just yeah, had a tied a wrench to his hand. But it's, like, clearly visible in frame. Like, they didn't do a good job of hiding it. Um, and at first I was like, oh, maybe he, like, just got that somehow and, like, broke it. But it's like, why would he attach it to his hand? Like, it, it yes. had to be a... Swing it. It, it Slapping had to be a club. <laughs> um, and then one of the other things was uh, when they... When uh, uh, Lori and... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forget her name. Annie, I think. Uh, we're driving in the car, and they pull up to the the, the sheriff out in front of the hardware store. Annie, yeah. Um, and uh, they're like, oh, what got taken? It's like, oh, it's probably just some kids. They took a mask and a few knives. Um, <laughs> this was after school. Like, in the later part of the day, after Michael Myers had already had the mask and 
had been following around Lori all day long, the alarm was still going off in the hardware store. Like, Mm -hmm. nobody bothered to turn the alarm off for, like, what I have to assume is at least eight hours or, like, plus. (laughs) And then they, like, decide right there while they're talking to, like, oh, let's kill the alarm to make a funny, like, oh, my dad yells joke. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that was supposed to take place earlier in the day, but that doesn't make sense because they were, like, already out from school and they were going like to their babysitting jobs. Mm. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, based off of that scene, why everybody keeps Annie around, even though she's pretty much useless. It's cause she's got the weed. She's got weed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, she, she's not a good friend. She's not a good person. She like yells at everybody. Uh, she doesn't seem pleasant to be around, but I mean, in high school, if you got the plug, you got the plug. And so you got to kind of do what you got to do. Her dad also seems like really bad at his job across the board. I mean, for yeah. him to either not, you're going to smell the weed in the car. Yeah, if you're just smoking a joint with the windows down, you're going to smell it. Maybe he just didn't care, but uh, he doesn't show up during the night like at all to, to help out that situation. Uh, he's a failure at the, the hardwood store. Um, and he's low-key creepy to Lori in that one scene. So, yeah, he's not a lot of help from, uh, I guess, the police force in that town. And the, like, the it seemed like an important plot point when you're first watching the movie that, like, oh, Annie's dad is the sheriff. But then Annie just, like, dies off, and he never even realizes it throughout the whole course of the movie. Yeah, we never see him realize it. <laughs> it's like, so that had zero payoff. It was an unnecessary detail. Also, what what kind of store was that? It was a hardware was a hard- store. How do you? Why are they selling those masks at the hardware store? Oh, it's a small that's town. That's a creepy ass mask. Yeah, that is. A, that's like the help? spirit store. You know, they just they order <laughs> yeah. some Halloween costumes. You know, it's a, it's a little town. Yeah, hardware stores in little towns have a little bit of everything. <laughs> it's like we sh- we sell kitchen knives and William Shatner masks. <laughs> that's it that's all that's it so we, we make like. a killing <laughs> cornered the market this halloween <laughs> <We got it. laughs> there's also the part uh after the uh the doctor shows up and talks to the sheriff about what's going on and they go to mike michael myers's house to try to see if there's any clues to like him being there and when they first walk through the door and the sheriff is like, what's that over there? He's like, it's a dog. And the first thing that the doctor says is, ah, oh, he must have gotten hungry. Like, what? Like, at a glance, you can tell that he, like, was eating this dog for sustenance. And then the sheriff, almost just as confusingly to me, is like, oh, maybe it was a skunk. Right. Like... I, I guess bad maybe, at his job. Yeah, maybe I don't know enough about skunks, but like, are they that vicious that they can just like tear apart your average dog? I don't. We think never so. see the dog, so we never know if it's like a small dog or like, you know, a golden retriever. But <laughs> it, like, I I just I have a hard time believing that like a skunk because a skunk weighs like what, ten pounds. Yeah. 20 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> At yeah. most? 
I think yeah. they're more foragers also as a, like they're opportunistic as opposed to like hunters. Right. Uh, yeah. Could be very wrong. I don't. I don't know. I've been wrong about cattle on this podcast once upon a time, <laughs> so I could be wrong on my my knowledge of skunks as well. But um, yeah, it didn't seem like one's gonna take out a this this guy's an idiot. He's just not good at what he does, man. <laughs> That's why he never made detective. You know, because like, that was that, those were his thoughts. That was his train of logic. Like, yeah, probably a skunk He's running unopposed for sheriff for the sixth time in a row. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pure dominance. They're like, sure. It's like nothing happens in this small town. Why not let him be sheriff? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, little did you know, this franchise is going to be around for a long time. Um, you might want to get a better sheriff. There, there was uh, also there. There's uh, when the the doctor first, like his first stop, is he goes to like Michael's sister's gravesite, um, to like look for clues, I guess. He, he he thinks in, I mean, supposedly he's been his doctor for the entire time he's been institutionalized, but he also comments on how he, like, doesn't talk and, like, doesn't react or have any, like, human responses to anything. So it's like, I don't know how you gleaned this intention from him, but he goes to the uh, cemetery and the, uh, what, what what's he called? The... Graveyard cemetery man is what he's uh, credited as. Gravekeeper. Gravekeeper. Uh, he uh, starts telling him about a story about like a town over 15 years ago where this guy like kissed his family and then went into the garage and got a hacksaw and then he came back into the room and he and then that's where the story ends. Chris Benoit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like first of all that's a weird, specific story that this guy just, like, has on the ready. But also, the, his time frame, when he says it took place, would be the same time that Michael was killing his sister. Right. <laughs> so these two things happened at the same time. One like, not apart. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's just like, yeah, that's not weird. These two, like, horrific family murders <laughs> took place. One town apart, in these like quiet towns where nothing else seems to happen. I don't know. It was again like that's a weird detail to include in the movie and have it go yeah, absolutely nowhere. Yeah, it was just totally unrelated, pointless. Yeah, I wrote I wrote a little note of that because I thought something was going to come of it later, and I don't think it ever did. Uh, another thing, and this is kind of not exactly about this movie, but like in a I haven't seen all of the other Halloweens. Uh, I've seen this one, and I've seen like two or three others, but there's a lot of them. And I I didn't have any interest in seeing them because pretty much everybody told me they were trash. And so I didn't bother ever seeking them out as I was growing up. Uh, But at some point, they established that Lori is related to Michael Myers? Yeah. But that's not hinted to at all in this movie. Yeah, I was waiting for it. It didn't really <laughs> come up. I think he just, like, like locked in on her. And he, like, uh, got reminded of his sister and just, like, kind of followed her around. Yeah. And then, like, he started seeing these other girls that were following her around. And 
he went after them because, you know, like like his sister, they, you know, got naked and liked to sleep around. And so it just, like, made him be like, oh, I got to take care of these girls. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> this fool's such a hater, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Mike Myers. Oh, God. It's fine. Let them do what they want to do, Mike. Let them have fun, Mike. <laughs> Mike's a prude. Mike sucks. I mentioned this to Remington before. Um, in this movie, Mike Myers, Michael Myers is like a regular sized dude. Michael he, Myers. Yeah. He, he's just yeah. like normal sized. He's like a regular dude. But then like in subsequent sequ- sequels, he keeps getting like larger he's and larger. Yeah. And he ends up being this like, you know, six, five, six, seven, like just mammoth of a beast. Yeah. <laughs> You guys want to talk about the the damsels in distress? The damsels, the da- damsels, damsels, and how Paul sucks. So yeah, Paul. What was it? Paul and what was his girl's name? Linda. Was that Paul's girl? Yes. Paul and Linda. The, Paul. Paul pulls up in the whip. Oh no, to, that's uh, that's Bob. I think. Oh, that's Bob. I thought it was Paul. No, Paul was the guy that was being that we only heard him on the phone. That was uh, Annie's guy. Uh, she was supposed to go pick up Paul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. That that was Paul. Okay, I'm thinking of Bob then. Okay, Bob sucks. Let me scratch out Paul's name. Right, Bob. <laughs> As I was saying. <laughs> Bob and Linda pull up in the whip to Annie's house and they're cracking a couple of Budweiser's, which, okay, whatever. Drinking and driving. Keep it up, kids. And uh, they had taken a couple of swigs and they're, they're talking about going inside. And Linda's like, all right, like, we'll hang out for a minute and then we'll go up the stairs and go into the bedroom. And he was like, I'll just rip your clothes off. And then she was like, well, yeah, rip your clothes off. And then he was like, yeah, and then I'll rip off Lindsay's clothes. And that's when I turned on that guy real quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they go inside, okay? And then they, they proceed to start, you know, getting it on on the couch. And she instantly takes her beer and just throws it on the ground, which is a crazy <laughs> move. <laughs> just in a stranger's house. <laughs> the disrespect. She had just cracked that beer. It was not close to being empty. She did not slam it on the way into the house because that was like a, a pint of beer. It was bigger than a 12 ounce for sure. And uh, so she only probably drank like half of that thing at most. And she just tosses it on the carpet, no problem. <laughs> Well, you two scumbags. <laughs> I can't wait till you get off. I, can, yeah. I I gotta say though, pretty sweet van. Like I I'd I'd, sweet, I'd yeah. roll around in that that van. High school too. <laughs> if I have, yeah, that's a tight part of having high school or being having high school. Very tight. Bob didn't deserve it. Yeah, he had a good thing going on too. He really did. So uh... it's like wait. So you're uh, you're saying Bob's van's on the market? So what, so what everybody at school's talking about the next day. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, Bob died? Oh. Oh. You think his parents will take cash? <laughs> Going to be, you know, 500. Is his van okay? Yes. <laughs> oh my God, is his van okay? 
<laughs> not Bob's van. <laughs> yeah, so he was, they were chilling after uh, they, they had sex, uh, which we know our villain does not like very much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he ate that. If you are a uh, underage having premarital sex, it is a huge issue for for our yeah. villain. Uh, so uh, Linda uh, coaxes Bob into going downstairs and grabbing a couple more beers. He's walking through the house with a cigarette, which again, like super disrespectful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so just like yeah, not one care at all. This is somebody else's house, and uh, that's when we really see the the strength of Mike Myers, uh, how strong that fool is by just lifting him up and stabbing him with a knife while holding him and then puncturing the knife so far through the guy's body that he just sticks the wall. Yeah, uh, yeah we, we, we see the strength there. And I think that only becomes more and more of a thing as the, the series progresses, but we, we see the superhuman uh, stuff right there. And just and how long that way, knife is too. Like, <laughs> I don't think it was that long, but. So I'm sure he just pins you to the to the wall with it. <laughs> he's like, like an eight inch blade. <laughs> after spending most of his life in a mental hospital, like is he just like straight push ups all the time? Like what? Gotta what's his workout routine? <laughs> pr prison prison rule workouts. That's it. Just doing knuckle push ups like two thousand like, a day. Just getting ready. He, getting he puts ready weights on his knife and he just keeps practicing this. <laughs> But he's also a crazy athlete too. The way he scurries over the car at the very beginning, yeah. you know, like not many people can pull that off. Like you have to be a primate of some sorts to be able to move that way. And he has no issues. Just um, somebody that moves so slow, like consistently. He's like just lumbers kind of walks throughout the movie. He can really he, he, uh, he wants to. He chills, you know. He he likes to keep his legs fresh for when he needs them. Fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah, when he like we were saying, he has to make those. He's behind the bushes and the girls are coming. He has to make a quick, you know, 30 yard sprint. <laughs> That's when he really turns on the wheels. Um, speaking of uh, couples that like to get it on in this movie. Um, mm. So like, Riley, you pointed out that it's pretty much like an, the whole like opening sequence from Michael's perspective is like an unbroken shot. Um, yeah. Like he's watching them in the living room. They go upstairs to have sex. By the time he walks around the house and back into the living room, he's <laughs> yeah. already like putting his shirt back on, coming down the yeah. stairs. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, have a good, I'll call you later. Later, <laughs> babe. Both of the sex scenes were pretty quick. In this <laughs> uh, uh, whatever. That's the most unbelievable part of this whole movie is that when, uh, uh, <laughs> when Bob and Linda, after they have sex for like 30 seconds, uh, then he like rolls over and she's like, that was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Who are you trying to fool? No, Bob, Bob's smart. He set the bar insanely low the first couple of times <laughs> he did it. And then, you know, he built his way up to like 30 seconds. And she's like, this is, this is it. This Bob guy. Can't wait to spend the rest of my life with him. Nothing bad will ever immediately happen to this guy. <laughs> The, uh, the scene, so, so right after he gets murked, Bob, uh, for whatever reason, uh, Mike Myers makes the decision to put on a creepy ghost sheet and uh, with the glasses and everything, which shows that Myers has some form of comedy to him. He has some sense yeah. of humor, I think, because 
Why else would he do that? Yeah, yeah, he was being funny. He's like, this is a good bit. And he was still wearing the mask <laughs> under the sheet. It's not like he like traded out for the sheet. He yeah. still had the mask on and then cut holes in a sheet so that he could wear yeah. it like a ghost. And, and he's going to he, kill her. And he put so. his glasses over the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's so many layers to this. Uh, <laughs> dude, he's actually a, a comedic genius. Like that's a really funny thing to do, right? Before you commit a double murder. <laughs> he's like going up to her room and like putting on the glasses. He's like, she's not gonna get this right away. But as she's dying, <laughs> she's gonna get it. <laughs> the it never really sets into her either. Like she fully believes that that's Bob the entire time until he finally like grabs her. Um, but the, how terrifying it would be to you know be chilling in your bedroom and the person like you know your your girl or your guy like comes back up the stairs, the person that you think you're safe in the house with wearing like a costume, and you think it's funny at first, but then you slowly start to realize and put it together that that isn't the person like that's a terrifying thought and she never really comes to that because he grabs her before those wheels start to click yeah uh no, nobody in this movie is too intelligent besides <laughs> like Lori, i guess and the kids the even, kids are, and, yeah, even with Lori, every time like, not, she knocks yeah. him down she's just like oh no she moves across like moves away from him like five feet and it's just like Oh, well, I'm glad that's over. Yeah. She's like Ray Jackson. <laughs> She's Ray Jackson in Bloodsport. I killed him. I did it. I killed him. Yeah. And then oh, he's going to get back up. Uh, <laughs> Keep stabbing. She is great at stabbing long instruments into his face, though. She's consistently oh, yeah. great at that. She hits that twice. The hanger one, That that's pretty skillful of her to just like mm. pull out those flimsy hangers and jam it right through his eye which is good that's Never a tough shot that. um like nick said yeah you you got to finish the job you can't just be like <laughs> okay we're all safe life is good again like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be totally honest with you if somebody's like coming after me and i have to stab them to get them to like stop I'm I'm gonna be like stomping that fool out once he's on the ground <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm like i gotta make sure that we're done here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not doing this again. There's no round two. <laughs> now I'm putting a hundred stab marks in you, and the cops gonna be asking questions when they show up. But I, hey, is what it is. <laughs> I, I like how after the first time she stabs him, and she goes upstairs to the kids, and they're like kind of freaking out, and she's trying to calm them down. She's like, "No, don't worry, I killed him." Like that's gonna calm the kids down. <laughs> oh my uh, god. <laughs> But she also didn't. I'm a murderer. Dead, obviously, yeah. <laughs> because he's in the background coming up the stairs. The the part of that too is kind of cool because uh, uh, it's the t- the two kids are just watching television there uh, in the like in the middle of the night, and uh, Tommy uh, kind of like jumps back on the couch behind the couch, and he just goes behind the curtain right there, and he starts making noises, and Lindsay's like, "Where are you?" She like can't figure out where he's at, which shows her level of intelligence, I guess. I was hyping her up earlier, but now I'm realizing she's very stupid. <laughs> yes. And uh, she can't figure it out. And then he like, like you know, they're like, oh, you're right there. But that's exactly where Myers was hiding when uh, Lori couldn't figure out where he was in the same room. Uh, there was a little bit of foreshadowing there and uh, makes me believe that Tommy's next up. Yeah, it's this is a... This is before that, like, hiding in the curtains was a trope. Like, nobody expected that. 
<laughs> like, oh. Now it's the first place to check. <laughs> yeah. You just like behind the, the shower of the curtain. <laughs> Are there shoes under the curtain? Behind the shower curtain or, or the normal curtain? It's a curtain. One of the two is going to be a curtain. I learned that from The Shining. Never trust a bathtub. <laughs> That's what I, that was my takeaway from The Shining. Never trust a bathtub. Mm-hmm. Never. <laughs> There's going to be like a zombie thing hiding in it at some point, for sure. Uh, we talked a little bit about the uh, the the uninterrupted shot from the beginning uh, of the movie. There's a couple other shots that I wanted to point out. Um, so the the shot right after Lori finds the dead bodies in the, the house across the street. Um, yeah. And then she's like crying by the open doorway again characters aren't really that smart in horror movies, but it's like, if I walk into a room full of dead bodies, I'm running out of that house as fast as I can. (laughs) Because I'm like, this is not a safe place for me. (laughs) Um, But she's crying in the doorway, and while she's, like, freaking out, from the shadows, like, Michael just, like, slowly comes out of the shadows. And his mask is, like, pure white, so that's the first thing to catch the light. And so it's like all of a sudden his like mask just comes into frame, like stalking up behind her. It's such a good shot. And like I had totally forgotten about that shot. And it was very mm. effective for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On this, even on this, like whatever it is, my 10,000th watch of this movie. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think uh, just any of those shots where she's in the foreground and she doesn't realize he's coming, you know, I, I, just any of those shots are just like, really beautiful. Yeah, the really the other one I had was another one of these shots. It was after uh, she like after she gets back to the other house and she like stabs him in the closet, and then he's like laid out on the ground, and she tells the kids to go get the go to the neighbor's house and call the police. Um, and she's sitting there, and it's just like him laying on the ground in the background, and then he just like full like does full sit up like Undertaker. yeah yeah. <laughs> Like, that is, like, such a creepy moment because it's, like, the mask is so lifeless and it's, like, you don't have any other indication that he's, like, still alive. And then it's just, like, full sit-up without, like, any strain or hesitation, even though he was just, like, stabbed in the gut. Yeah. Um, It's just, it's so good. And it's, like, I remember that scene, actually, from when I was a kid and that horrified me. That was like one of those images that haunted me that as a moved, child. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I've ever, even just like watching in movies and there's like a dead body or something like that nearby, that's like what my brain flashes to is them just like moving suddenly or like <laughs> sitting up. And I'm just like, yeah. that's that imagery has stuck with me. So like it's become part of my psyche. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, yeah i respect uh laurie's ability and willingness to hurt herself in order to escape the situation that she's in you know like she doesn't really she falls over the, the railing uh at the beginning there and it's more like kind of him but kind of her also and she like snaps her leg on the stair which would be a terrible fall i mean you could like <laughs> compound fracture your, your, like doing that it's a, it's a really bad idea to do that um 
but then the door's locked, and uh, here comes Myers, slowly walking towards her as he does, and uh, she like breaks through the glass to you know, to unlock the door from the outside and escape. And uh, any any character that's willing to to throw their body around uh, to escape the situation, I I respect that. Um, because I probably wouldn't do it. I'd just be like, kill me, fam. Like, I, <laughs> I'm not going to go through all this. See, I feel like that's more realistic because I'm very much of the mind where I'm like, if I'm in this kind of situation, anything I need yeah. to do to survive is, is Any, on the table. Yeah. Any <laughs> plan is a good plan. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like I'm cooked. that's the danger. The person coming at me, as long as I keep distance between me and you, we're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, okay. Michael setting up the lock on the back door, like setting up the rake. The rake, the metal rake. On the back door. Propped up, yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends on what it's propped up against. But would that, would that keep you in? Would you be able to just bust through that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd be able to get through that door. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a good shoulder check is not yeah, yeah, yeah. anybody. <laughs> Or like, also, like you're in a kitchen and there's like a supply closet, like right next to you. There's there's, oh, there's stuff weapons. to use yeah. <laughs> around so here. Throwing knives. Yeah. <laughs> it also seems like if you just you know have a light jog and can keep up a light jog, you're gonna be able to get away from Myers. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because he's, he's just he's not gonna jog himself, you know. So as long as you just yeah. keep going a little bit faster than he's walking, Wait. you're. When he's on camera, he's not going to jog. When he's off camera, he's sprinting. So you you, you got to make sure you maintain line of sight and just like stay in front of him. That's right. <laughs> you got to jog a nice jog backwards. Yeah, and you can't get too far ahead because if you get too far ahead, that's when he makes ground up. You're right. And yeah, you know what? what? A weird character. Lori might have come to that conclusion herself, but she had already messed up her leg, so she couldn't enact that plan. She had sure. to you know find some help and okay when she, after she falls down the stairs and runs and tries to go to a neighbor's house for help and she's like screaming for help like a dude turns on the lights and like peeks out the window and is just like nope and shuts the lights back <laughs> off and goes back into his house <laughs> it's like that's that uh, small town hospitality i've been hearing about tonight <laughs> <laughs> It's like 15 years ago, uh, something crazy happened in this town and the town over. So uh, it's just like, mm, not my business. <laughs> Turn yeah. off the lights. It's like boarding up his window. Like... <laughs> like, so all the candy's gone. There's no more candy. You got to yeah. next door. It's like, I know how Trigger this movie ends. Over. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to play everyone's favorite game. Were you paying attention? The game on the board, were you paying attention? Uh, for those of you who do not know, this is how the game works. I have composed uh, questions based on the movie that we have been talking about this entire time. Um, each point will be worth, or sorry, each question will be worth one point. Uh, you can chime in at any time with your buzzword. Uh, as soon as you know the answer, you don't even have to wait for me to give the multiple choice, which the, all of these questions are multiple choice. Can uh, Sally were... Scary be? Can Sally Scary be the, uh, <laughs> the buzzword? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> There's only seven questions on the board for this uh, this game. Oh. All right. Uh, but there is going to be 
it's not really a bonus round. You just don't want it to be. There will bonus. there will be a bonus round. Well, it is it is a bonus round. It just it might be. Well, we'll get to it. Question number one: The matches that the nurse uses to light her cigarette. Where are they from? Is it A, the Rabbit in Red Lounge, B, the Red Fox Club, or C? Sally Scary. Riley. I don't even want to know the last one. It was A. A. Riley gets it. Riley gets the point. I get it. I knew it was Red Rabbit, but I didn't want to guess it before the multiple choice. Uh, it was something that... red. <laughs> I knew it was Red Rabbit. Yeah. Anyway. Web Rabbit. Uh, question number two. In what state does this take place? Size Red Rabbit. Remington. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Illinois. That's it. Damn it. My rabbit. <laughs> the alliteration got you. You're trying to. Yeah, totally. Uh, question number three. In what. Sorry. It's not the question. I don't know why I started saying those words. Question number three. It is question number three, though. Yes. Mm. What is the name of the town? Sally Scary. Remington. Ooh. Uh, Haydenfield? Haddonfield? Haydenfield. Yes, I'll, I'll take that. How would you say it, Nick? Haddonfield. Because that's how the characters in the movie say it. No. Okay. I'll let, that, <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let that slide. Haddonfield. Uh, question number four. You guys are kind of blowing through this list. I'm Killing it. Wish I had been able to come uh, up with more questions, but it, there's not a ton of, <laughs> of like super details in this movie it, it's okay. to pull from. The Sally Scary uh, story will be in this. So it's fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, question number four. How old is Michael Myers? Sally, Sally Scary. Scary. Riley. 23 years old. Nope. That is incorrect. Remington, do you want to hear the multiple choice? Yeah, well, because is it how old is he currently? Yeah, like how, in the film? How old is he in okay, the film? Okay, I, I think I, I think I know the answer, but give me the multiple choice just because I want to build up the lead. A, twenty-five years old. Yeah. B, twenty-one years old. Or C, yeah. twenty-seven years old. Yeah, B, twenty-one years old. That's correct. Is that right? That is right. Did you get it I, off it was, the IMDb page, we, Riley? No, it <laughs> sucker. He was it, six plus the, fifteen years. I thought he was eight plus fifteen years. No. It is. I think in the credits, I thought it said Jordan, uh, eight-year-olds. Uh, like in the credits on the movie, not on IMDb. I'm pretty sure it says uh, Michael Myers, age eight. Michael Myers, age twenty-three. Yeah. So Nick, Nick, you called this. You called <laughs> I absolutely this. Was... called this before we started. I was like, I, it's because it says it on IMDb and on the the credits. Twenty-three. In the movie, in the, in the in movie, the movie credit. No, no, but in the actual movie, canonically, the doctor says he was six years old when he got institutionalized, and he was in the institution for fifteen years. So the, uh, the the movie got the credits wrong. The people yeah. that made the movie got it wrong. So how does that 
that shouldn't even be a question. Big brain. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm getting robbed here. Big brain. Hey, I watched the movie. You know, so I I got my numbers straight from the film. I didn't do any reading. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't I should, do I should, that. I should, I should I'll do none of that stuff. I'm doing that research. Absolutely not. Uh, so Riley, you're down two points. Um, coming into the last three questions, the score is Riley one point to Remington's Matt? four points. Um, that means that Riley, in order for you to win, some of that math. Along no, the sorry. lines was three not points. correct. Three points. Remington's three points. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> so, Riley, that means that coming into these last three questions, you have to get every single one of them right in order to win. Okay. Go. Win the main yeah. game. We also have a bonus round. So We're really good at math here, too. But the bonus yeah. round might be... I was robbed. Well, I don't want to say it. Uh, the most round's going to be whatever I decide it to be. <laughs> so where Remington still I'm has a chance to lose. thinking of a number. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, question number five. What movie was Lori watching while babysitting? Oh. Was it A, The Blob, B, The Thing? Sounds scary. Oh, Remington. The Thing. That's right. Uh, That's good. That's good. Okay, Riley, so you can't win the main game. You have to pray that you can pull it out in the bonus round. But I would pray. I would advise you to not let him get much further ahead by answering these next two questions correctly. You have to pray, Scott Foster. That would be my advice to you on how to win this game. <laughs> Question number six. What are the three things Michael gets stabbed with? Sorry, scary. Remington. I don't know why I did the thing that I'd always do. It was uh, a coat hanger, uh, a kitchen knife, and a chopstick. That is incorrect. Yeah, I know the last one. Right? Riley, would you like to hear the multiple choice? I would love to. <laughs> antenna? Is, was it an antenna? Is it A, knitting needle, oh! hanger, and a knife? Or is it B, a fork, a knife, and a pumpkin carver? Or is it C, a piece of glass, a hanger, and a pen? It's A. It's A. That's correct. Yeah, it was crochet. Crochet. Knitting. It's actually knitting. They're different things. A lot of people. Yeah, it's I okay. Know. It's a common mistake. I know um, there are. Uh, I said that to set you up to, for you to say that because I know you... Crochet? Or do you yeah. Know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that you crochet? Question mark. Yeah, I know that you do one of the things that you do. Um, yes, that is something that I do. And I make some delightful scarves. One of Nick's many hobbies. Um, yeah. I have a lot of hobbies. I'm bad at most of them. Um, including... Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Including podcasting, apparently. Including podcasting. Question number seven. How many times was Michael shot? Was it... Not enough. A, four. B, six. Or Probably C. Scary. Riley? I can't wait to see what 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to say six. That is correct. Yeah, why not unload the entire yeah, he did revolver, unload. right? Just keep shooting. I actually don't even remember what the gun was. I'm just assuming it had six shots to it. I don't know. You never really get a good shot of it. Um, but it was a revolver. Most revolvers, I believe, are six shots. So six. that yeah. would be the assumption. Alrighty, gentlemen. So, Remington, you are ahead by one point. Bonus round. I'm going to get screwed out of a victory here, aren't I? I'm going to get completely, completely robbed. Screwed out of a victory. 2002 Western Conference Finals all over again. That's what this is. I'm down by one because of a question that the movie itself doesn't even know. Um, okay, you have 60 seconds to write down as many as possible. I want the first name of everyone killed in this movie. Ready? Oh, Go. No way. How much time do we have? Uh, 55 seconds left. Oh my gosh. I don't know this at all. <laughs> You can't just replay the movie in your head at any time? Uh, the names escape me. Should have watched it with the closed captioning like Remington did. That would have been helpful, I'm sure. Um, while these gentlemen are failing at the task I've just set in front of them, uh, why don't you uh, take a look at some of our uh, social links right here? You can uh, check out. That's the Instagram. Um, and then YouTube. Uh, if you want to check us out on YouTube, you can see our amazing faces while we're talking about these things that we're talking about. Mm. That's it. That's it. All right. Okay. Gentlemen, how many did you get? Got three for sure. Uh, maybe four. Uh, I got... Yeah, go, you, you go first. <laughs> I, got, I got Linda, Annie, Bob, which is all guarantees. Um, and I forgot what the sister's name was that he marks at the beginning. Uh, it's sort of an S, I think. I put Sarah. I don't think that's right. Sarah? Um, that's Sarah? Sarah Scally. Sarah Sally Scary. <laughs> I put Scary. For some reason, that keeps popping in my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Riley, what did you get? Uh, I wrote down uh, Annie, Stephanie, Paul, Catherine, and the dog. Uh, no. I would have given you... I'm going to give you the dog. Um, I was going to... I, I, I could have written down the dog, but I know the dog's um, name, so um, I didn't think that counted. Uh, but it doesn't matter, because you didn't yeah. come up with as many names as Remington. So uh, Remington yeah. is our victor today. Congratulations, Remington. I'm humbled. It's truly deserved. Thank you. Because truly deserves says the person who went off a technicality. <laughs> um, well, you definitely won that last round. So the the I'll sister's the sister's name was Judith, by the way. Judith, what a terrible name! Wouldn't she deserved it. Yeah, she she okay. almost deserves to die with a name like that, oh, no. right? I think so. I think a fictional character named that deserves to die. Let's, uh, There's nothing wrong with what I said. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. I agree with what Remington has said, as long as there's nothing wrong with what he don't, said. Anyway. Don't yell at me. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, gentlemen, that 
I think might push Remington into the top spot overall. I think I'm there. For these games. I'm taking my throne. I'm well, gonna get groove. No, I'm gonna well, get groove lately. Uh well gentlemen, thank you for being here. Happy Halloween to everyone out okay. there. Halloween. Yeah. Have a uh, a good night, everybody. Uh stay safe. Get drunk unless you're a kid. Then don't, don't. do that. Uh don't get killed. Don't get killed. And stay uh and don't cough over the candy you're handing out yes. to people. Social distance. <laughs> Social distancing, please. Um I just realized I feel bad for the kids that are trick-or-treating and they have to wear like a mask underneath their scream mask. <laughs> you know, that's that's tough stuff. Um, yeah. See, next level parents might make their kids be doctors for Halloween. Um, <laughs> and then it's like, it's just part of the costume. You want to wear your mask, don't you? Like, I got to, um, yeah, good bit. <laughs> Smart. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm done here. Uh, like I said, follow us on all of our social medias. Um, if you want to just listen to the voice, uh, the vo our voices, not the voice, the, not, not the a sponsor. Voice. Don't, don't listen to the voice. Don't listen to yeah, the voice. Yeah. No free um, ads. No free ads. Um, if you would like to just hear our voices, uncensored, unadulterated, uh, you can listen to the podcast Unfiltered. where you get podcasts. If you'd like to see our faces, but also have a censored version of this podcast, you can go to YouTube where we also upload all of these, uh, as videos. Um, I'm, uh, I'll be happy to hear from you either way. Maybe leave a comment, you know, hit the, hit hit the like button, talk to us, subscribe. I will respond to any comment that is directly... Calling me out. I am so lonely and desperate. That is I will respond to promise. anything. I don't know please, how long that's going to last. Please talk to me. Please subscribe. <laughs> I need this. Um, anywhere else that I'm they can reach you guys now, if people are uh, wanting to uh, wanting to uh, look for you on social yeah, media. Yeah, I should. I'll, I'll I'll make something soon, or I'll just jump on our Twitter. Riley, uh, plug your stuff. What's Riley doing? What am I doing? Check it out. Check it out. Also, um, if you think that Remington should start a social media account, leave mm. a comment. Tell us what you think. Uh... <laughs> yeah, like, no, 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 no. If you just want to hear more him, just constantly yeah, just like <laughs> let's let's uh, let's uh, try to make this happen. I'm sure I'm sure if enough people encourage him, he'll do it. I could, I could be bought, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> there's a little bit of pressure on me. I will fold quickly, so no problem. No problem with selling out whatsoever. Um, yeah, alrighty, no, gentlemen. No. Like I said, happy Don't Halloween. Know. Have a good one out there. Be safe. Uh, see you next time. Watch movies. That's my, that's my new send off. Watch movies. Watch movies. I, I'll work. I'll, I'll work on that. Michael Myers uh, reminds me of uh, Sally Scary, the crazy woman who uh, kept messing with my, my house when I moved in here. Um, so I, I moved into this place like two, two and a half years ago now. And uh, there was this, the woman, a woman lived here before I lived here. And she was like kind of out of her mind. And uh, she was like forced out and they like re, re uh, like did this place. And then I moved in. And for the first two months of living here, uh, this woman, 6.30 in the morning and 4.30 in the afternoon would come and ring my doorbell. 
every single day, twice a day. And she looked out of a, she looked like she was out of a horror film. Uh, she was like very methy looking, uh, kind of older, long gray hair, wide eyes, very skinny. She moved strange. She had a lot of things going on. She kept bringing my damn doorbell, man, over and over and over again. And uh, it kind of reminds me of Michael Myers. She just kept coming and coming and coming until one day Uh-oh. I said to myself, what if she can't ring the doorbell? <laughs> so I taped a box over the doorbell in the morning and I went on the other side of the street and I just waited for her and I was filming with my, my camera. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get this on tape. And she walks up one day or that morning and uh, tries to ring my doorbell, but she realizes there's a box over the doorbell and it like short circuits her brain. She kind of like freaks out and she like walks away and I run up on her and I start yelling at her like, Sally, leave me alone. Like <laughs> you come in here again. And I, I just kept threatening her and that was the last time I ever saw her. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of- This really happened? <laughs> Yeah, did I not tell you this? No, so you got it. You got up extra early one day. Yeah, very early. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. camping out across the street, waiting for her. <laughs> waiting for Sally Scary. Her name was Sally Scary. So I started doing. So it was like the second day she did this. I was building like bookshelves in my place, and she came up through my doorbell at four thirty in the afternoon, as she did, and my door was open, and my screen was shut, and she's walking up, and I see her approaching, and I didn't know. You know, this, it, I was just learning what the situation I was in. And so I like, I see her walking up. I'm like, hey, like, can I help you? And she was like, oh, is Barbara here? In like a very sunken, strange voice. I'm like, oh no, like I, I live here now. My name is Remington. And she just turns and walks away without saying anything. I'm like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> so she keeps ringing my doorbell though, right? And I start to like talk to my neighbors about her and like, oh yeah, she's crazy. She lived there for a couple of years, blah, blah, blah. So I started doing Googling and stuff. And I came to find out that her name was Sally Scary, and her mother's name, who died in here several years ago, was named Barbara. <laughs> Barbara Scary? So she came up to my door and asked me if Barbara's here when her mom named Barbara died here several years ago. Um, that's what I was dealing with. That okay? That's that's a big that's a big thing. Um, I'm still kind of uh-huh. caught up on the fact her name is actually Sally Scary. Sally I thought this Scary. was a nickname that you were giving her. That's what I thought, too. I w- <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I, I still get, like, uh, I still get mail for her. Like, court-ordered, court like, like child stuff that I don't want to get into because I don't want to put him on blast like that. But, like, I still get her mail, and her name is Sally Scary. Do you have this video that you took of her? Yeah, I do. Yeah, we should put that out. (laughs) We should. Have you watched the video back? Are you sure that she was actually there? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. She was a figment. Like I was. This is uh, just not cut on film. (laughs) This is Shutter Island. I'm just living in Shutter Island. Like that's what this is. Yeah, no, she was straight out of Shutter Island. Actually, like when Leo at the beginning is like walking through, and like they flash on that one crazy looking lady who's just staring at him. That's what Sally Scary is. That's, That's what she looked like. And yeah, for like two and a half months, man, she would ring my doorbell 6.30 in the morning and 4.30 in the afternoon, uh, like clockwork. Yeah.